Hello, and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans. I'm a certified home energy auditor. I work with the Home Performance with Energy Star program here in Maryland with Pepco and BGE. There's a huge void in the way people think about home improvements, and this show is going to fill the hole. I've been all over Maryland doing energy audits, and there is nothing but truth in the Department of Energy's staff. Nine out of ten homes are under-insulated. I hope that as the Inflation Reduction Act gains momentum, it's going to generate talk about home performance. And our goal is to help you understand what home performance is and how it all makes so much sense. Some of the things you learn on this show, you will be able to do yourself. Others, you're going to need a helping hand. The main thing is that knowing is going to give you a sense of calm and it's going to put you in the driver's seat to success. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of Home Comfort Tactics. Today, I'm flying solo uh, with summer vacations and different things going on. It's going to be just me. But... Uh, I think I've got a good one. Uh, that's the whole goal here. Bring value to the show. I want people to learn something. And this is a blog post that I wrote uh, back in October 2021. And the title, <clears throat> excuse me, is Just Bought a House? Question mark. Five Reasons to Get a $100 Energy Audit. And I think the summertime is also a pretty busy season for buying houses. And there might be somebody out there that catches wind of this and it might, you know, be something that can help them. So if you just bought a house, congratulations, that is an order. And the chances are pretty high that during the process, you got a home inspection and you probably got a list of things that you need to do to keep everything up to, you know, quote unquote code. But I'm willing to bet that the list is missing several important things that can make your home way more comfortable and energy efficient. The fact of the matter is, is that there is usually what I feel a sense, false sense, I should say, of security that most new homeowners get from a home inspection report. And it's can lead to years of you going down the wrong rabbit holes, spending money on wasted energy. Let me say that again. In fact, the false sense of security that most get from a good home inspection report can lead to years of spending on wasted energy. So I'm not trying to say that the report is bad. I'm not trying to say that getting an inspection is bad. I'm not trying to say that the people that do the inspections are doing anything wrong. All I'm trying to do is sort of intercede and throw up sort of like a flag and say, hey, you know, this advice is sort of checking off a box. It's giving you, hey, you know, this is here type of thing, but it's not really giving you good, uh, a good consultation in terms of, you know, and I, what I'm really mostly focused on here, if you haven't already guessed, is insulation. It's not giving you a real good 
clear picture of exactly, you know, what the deficiencies are. It's just sort of saying, hey, you've got it. And that's, you know, good enough for me. And that's pretty much all they need to do. So in my mind, you know, I'm not saying again that this is a negative, but it's a lose-lose. You know, it's a lose-lose because you walk away with a false sense of security and then you go down the rabbit holes and you spend money. And in the end, you know, you're not really more comfortable in the house. So let's go through five reasons why the $100 energy audit, if you just purchased a home, is probably a good thing for you. Number one, it turns the situation into a win-win. And let's talk about that. Let's break that down just a little bit. If you make a commitment to the program and, you know, to getting some things done early with, you know, rebates that are attached, then over the length of your time living in the house, you're more likely to be able to pay it off with the savings that you get. So in other words, if you wait a few years and you get into it and then you're five years in and you take care of this, well, you're five years, you know, behind on getting the savings towards paying it all back. All right. Number two, <clears throat> you want to find and correct. You want to find, sorry, number two, you want to find correct and seal connections to the outside. And that's oftentimes missed. And most houses have connections to the outside that are obvious. And there are those that are not so obvious. But the ones that are not so obvious are usually the ones that create pathways for high humidity to happen, for unwanted pests to come in for cold air infiltration in the winter. An energy audit is going to help you uncover these places that you maybe wouldn't have thought about in a much faster amount of time. It's going to get you sort of zoned in or cued in on the problem areas so that you can take care of the things early on and start to reap the benefits of not only the energy savings, but the comfort as well. On that note, connections to the outside, most homeowners, they're surprised to learn during an energy audit that their exhaust fans, they're not even working properly. I mean, a lot of times they'll turn on and they make a really loud noise and that's kind of the joke because at the end of the day, they're not even really doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is to pull the moisture from the area and get it out of the house to the outside. But a lot of times, like I said, they're not even working properly, let alone whether they're vented properly to the outside. And that's something that's checked during an energy audit, whereas during a home inspection, it may be indicated, but it's not really something that's focused on. All right, number three, you're going to get the real information from an energy audit about your insulation. And this kind of goes back to my earlier point about, you know, kind of seeing the pink stuff and checking the box. Yes, versus seeing exactly how much insulation you have at every sort of nook and cranny of the attic to report back exactly what the deficit is you know, how much you need, why, 
it's a deficit? Is there some reason for it? Is it, you know, a proper material for the type of attic that you have? So there's a lot of, and I don't want to say it's rocket science, but there's a lot of building science that can, you know, come out of a good inspection during an energy audit that when you get it early on, you know, for lack of a better way to say it, you're sort of armed with the information and it's just going to guide you to better decision making. You're going to avoid certain rabbit holes, especially if you find, you know, which is oftentimes the case that early on, you, you know, you didn't really think too much about, you know, was the house comfortable? You know, when you're buying a house, you're thinking about location, do I have a nice view, the neighborhood, the school, so many things. I don't really think a lot of people give too much thought to, okay, once I'm actually settled in, am I going to be actually comfortable in this place that I've, and I've got, you know, really good news on that front. You can make any house more comfortable if you know exactly where to look and you know how to do it and you know the right materials to use. Okay, let's talk about number four. Unbiased feedback about your newly inherited HVAC system. All right, well, this is one that I personally kind of have a sort of a soft spot for because when I was early on in my life buying houses, and when I say buying houses, I mean I got married, bought a house, then we moved to just a slightly larger house that was from a townhouse to a single family. So I went through a couple of HVAC systems and both times I was really, really hyper focused on the fact that the machines were older looking and they maybe had a little bit of rust and maybe the nameplate was faded. And I probably spent a lot of money that I didn't need to on buying new HVAC systems because I really didn't know. And that's the great thing about an energy audit. You're going to get unbiased feedback. You're not going to have an HVAC person coming out, try to scare you using that to their advantage. You know, just because the machine looks kind of rough, it doesn't mean that it's not working properly. And, you know, yes, there are more, you know, efficient machines out there compared to 10, 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, it's like return on investment or um, law of diminishing returns. Okay, how much energy are you going to really save by having a, you know, more efficient, more uh, newer machine? And that especially is going to go for somebody who does not seal their house and just puts, as my old colleague said, a new engine into a leaky boat. All right, so the fifth to move along here and try to get this. Uh, episode you know out the door here and get you all on your way and thank you for listening by the way let's get to number five number five this is a good one and this is also something that is a little bit misunderstood but it's a great part of an energy audit and it's something i think is going to come into focus here as the inflation reduction act starts to come into focus and becomes a little bit more popular and that's the indoor air quality Indoor air quality is commonly misunderstood as some type of a number that's, you know, calculated in particles or, you know, has a lot to do with, you know, chemicals. And there is something to do with that. But more so, 
What we really want to look at is the fresh air cycling through your home. And in some cases, the interesting thing that I would say in this podcast, I hope people hear it, is that even without any type of ceiling, there are some homes that are currently in what we would call a deficit where they're not getting enough you know, even uncontrolled fresh air into their already leaky home because maybe they have too many people living, not too many people, but there's a lot of people living there. Two of the exhaust fans in the house don't work properly. You know, the kitchen doesn't have a proper exhaust to vent things to the outside properly. So all of these things are sort of working against the situation. And then let's say it's a 1997 build. So there was maybe some ceiling that was done. So the house is a little bit tight and you have maybe five people living there. You kind of see where I'm going. You don't have good fresh air uh, running through the house. And the audit is a great way to get control of that early on. Because, and I'll let you, you know, sort of look it up yourself, but there are some, you know, definitely some things that, you know, can come along with having a house that's stuffy. And that goes back to the chemicals. It's not the chemicals that you might think. It's more so the chemicals that are bleeding off of your everyday you know, household cleaning products that aren't getting, you know, cycled through and evacuated out of the house fast enough because there's a problem with indoor air quality. So that's another great benefit of an energy audit if you just bought a house. So that's the episode for today. I hope you got some value in this. I really appreciate you listening. My name is Eric Gans. You can you know, if you're interested, you can find out more about my home performance company, Home Trust Remodeling, by visiting hometrustremodeling.com or homeairleakagetest.com. I've also got a little sort of like hub website, my name, ericgans.com. And I'm just working on different things. I really like creating content. I like putting information out there to help people. I I'm trying to find my voice, you know, I, I want to help people by being a sounding board. And the reason I'll tell you the, where the passion comes from, it's because when I was a contractor from 06 to 2015, I was an exterior remodeling contractor. I had tunnel vision and it sort of mimics some of my customers tunnel vision. I didn't really know that home performance existed. And when I stumbled into it and I started to get enlightened by it and sort of to see some of the ways that, you know, a house is actually put together and how we really can do things to help people, because that's really why I wanted to be a contractor. That's ultimately why my whole life I wanted to help. I, I like helping people. And yes, you want to earn a living from that. But if you can help people along the way and earn a living, then that's just a, that's just a great combination. And I just really never felt that way when I was, I mean, I did in some cases, you know, with windows and doors and things like that, there were some people that were super happy, but it was usually those that were doing it more for the aesthetics and less for the energy efficiency. Those are the ones that I think got let down a little more. And that's the whole thing that, and you know, just blew my mind with all of this. That home performance is just—it's a three-dimensional 
you know, way of thinking. That's kind of a good way to say it. And when you can have somebody guide you, because, you know, if you're a homeowner, you don't want to necessarily have to learn all this stuff because it took a little time. But if you can get somebody to guide you, then you can really change the dynamic inside your house. And, you know, the thing about that is we all pay so much for these houses that, you know, we should be able to live comfortably in them. Thanks for listening.